It's, it's, it's seven minutes after 11. Glad to have you with us. Uh, coming up, uh, former state representative Chuck Basie is uh, going to be with us about a half an hour from now. He wants to run for the school board in uh, Boone County. Uh, I think that'd be pretty neat. Be great if he actually got elected. Um, can you imagine the apoplexy uh, that they would be uh, experiencing in, in uh, Boone County if he if he wins? But uh, they don't want him to run, and he's got to file a lawsuit to get on uh, on the ballot. So we shall see uh, how that pans out because he is going to be with us. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I'd gotten an, uh, a message from GaryNolan.com, and it was about good family movies that you can uh, you know sit down and watch with your uh, your kids uh, that wouldn't cause your uh, gray-haired old grandmother's uh, you know toes to curl and uh, they suggested <clears throat> the railway children and I I haven't looked it up I have no reason to doubt this caller or this listener but uh, I am going to look it up see what it's about but if you've got a uh, a suggestion, a good family movie that uh, everybody can sit down and watch uh, without someone taking off their clothes or having a gay relationship or transgender and prefer uh, they be referred to as they or them or whatever nonsense. Send me, call me up. Tell me what it is. 874-9390-800-529-5572. Uh, what's the deal with Chuck Basie for the school board uh, Facebook page? Thanks. Well, Will, if you listen in a half an hour, you're going to find out because Chuck is is going to be with us, and uh, we'll kind of kick that around. Uh, in the meantime, it is Froster Buns Friday, so if there's a, a something out there that uh, is on your mind, something that bothers you, something that's frosting your buns, give me a call. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I got a link from a listener, Technocrats at Work Medical Profession Implements World Health Organization's Digital Diagnosis Code for the unvaxxed. Now, at first, it sounds like a bad idea. It might be a, a, a good idea at the end, uh, because then you can see who got vaxxed. Uh, you know, what what under 60-year-old got vaxxed and then uh, somehow uh, died of mysterious uh, causes. The codes are part of the International Classification of Disease, the ICD system, set forth by the United Nations World Health Organization. And they're about to get far more invasive. The system originally created after World War II for the purpose of tracking the diagnosis of major diseases within a population. But over the years, there have been 11 major revisions. And with each revision, the data being collected on each individual has become more precise and all-inclusive. More than 1.6 million clinical situations can now be coded according uh, to the World Health website. And it's also become more coercive to the point where it's become impossible for doctors to get reimbursed by insurance companies if they don't upload all the requested data points. According to the uh, an, an, an April 2016 article, the American Journal of uh, Neuroradiology, Neuro across the years, it has become an integral part of the payment infrastructure of the U.S. healthcare system, along with the current procedural terminology uh, coding for the uh, for the medical procedures. Well, you know, this is the problem with big government. 
We shouldn't... By the way, World Health, United Nations, NATO, we shouldn't be giving them any money. Why, why is it that we have to pay the most money? When you think about that, you realize that the very culture of the organization is socialist. We give the most because that's the way socialism works from those according to their ability. This is, these are giant Marxist ideas that we've been living with for decades. And the United Nations is useless. They're absolutely a waste of taxpayer money. And how dare the legislature at the federal level declare that we are going to give your money to this organization. We're going to take your money. We're going to force you to support the United Nations and NATO and all of their ancillary organizations. That, that shouldn't happen. It should be a private organization. If you want to donate, you donate. But, you know, we end up with uh, the, the World Rivers thing uh, where they regulate water and they... I mean, it's just, there is nothing about the United Nations that I like. You know, maybe I'm, you know, in tinfoil hat territory here, but I just don't think it should exist at least the way it does. Stop taking my money and giving it to whatever organization you deem worthy. It's me. I'm the one that's supposed to deem something worthy. Can you imagine what your life would be like if you had the America the Founding Fathers originally gave us? Can you imagine financially, health-wise, what your life would be like if the tax rate was as low as it should be, and it was on consumption, federal excise tax, imports, you would be collecting and able to spend and save probably 98% of your income. Imagine how your life would... Imagine what your life would be like if you had a, a practically 100% of your pay. Every pay period. If you could invest it without going through all kinds of hoops, if you could, you know, if, if you do work a job uh, on the side, you have to pay quarterlies. If you're self-employed, you have to pay quarterlies. And you're paying like 14% of your income just on the FICA tax plus the income tax. It's, it's pathetic what we've let them do. It's pathetic what our grandparents let them do. We have completely distorted liberty and freedom in this country. Your lives would be markedly better. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's just frustrating for me. Because I can see it. And, and Americans are so addicted to and used to the government doing things for them that they can't envision how they could be done without them. When in most cases, 
it used to be done without the government's help. And better. I don't care if you're looking at pollution or health care or education, anything. The less the government was involved, the better the outcomes. And yet people can't say that, well, uh, how, could we, how could we trust our drinking water if the government didn't regulate it? How could we trust that our milk would be safe to drink if the government didn't regulate it? How could we trust that the medicine was effective or that it wasn't dangerous if the government didn't regulate it? We can, we have, and we could do it again. All right, uh, clock time. I'm, I'm bloviating here because I'm so frustrated uh, at, the, at the size and scope of government and its involvement in private lives and its willingness to redistribute our wealth. It's the Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. <laughs> it's, uh, Brian is stuffing his face. He's, mm. You're not allowed to eat in the studio, Brian. Oh, now you tell me. Well, yeah, now it's too late. I can watch you just well, enjoy. Well, they, they said it was okay because today is National DJ Day, and so eating in the studio is acceptable. Except you're not a DJ anymore. That's true. Well, close enough. Close enough for government work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1120. Glad to have you with us. Chuck Basie in about 10 minutes. What's going on? Why did he have to file a lawsuit to run for the school board? Uh, we'll find out. Uh, in the meantime, a uh, Utah plastic surgeon, his neighbor, and two others are facing charges after allegedly giving people fake vaccination cards and destroying government-provided COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, this uh, doctor, his name is Moore, and his neighbor have been charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States. Conspiracy to convert, sell, convey, and dispose of government property. Um, conversion, sale, uh, conveyance, disposal of government property, and aiding and abetting. Apparently what they did is gave kids at the parents' behest uh, shots with saline instead of the, uh, the uh, vaccine. In the allegations, the Ford destroyed at least $28,000 worth of COVID-19 vac vaccinations um, and distributed at least 1,900 doses worth of fake completed vaccination record cards. Court documents allege the fake vaccination cards were sold either for direct or cash payments of $50 per person uh, per occurrence uh, or required donations to a specified charitable organization. They estimate the fake uh, vaccination cards at a total value of ninety-seven grand. Uh, apparently, they allegedly gave children saline shots at the request of their parents, so the children would think they were getting the COVID nineteen vaccine by allegedly falsifying vaccine cards and administering saline shots to children instead of COVID nineteen vaccines. <clears throat> Not only did this uh, provider endanger the health and well-being of vulnerable population, but also undermine public trust and integrity of the federal health care programs. So the first thought that occurred to me is, I wonder if somebody will look at all those kids who got the saline shot and see how many of them got myocarditis. See how they fared in the world of health care in the uh, China flu uh, realm. It would be an interesting study. It would be a blind study without anybody, you know, 
knowing it or taking any risk. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not crazy about them wasting taxpayer dollars. But in some, uh, some areas of the country, these kids couldn't participate in school. They couldn't do all kinds of things if they weren't vaccinated. The parents didn't want them vaccinated and didn't want them to miss these events. So they get the, uh, the saline shot and uh, a vaccine card. And they're free and clear. They, had to, they literally had to cheat to get past the government regulations. I'd be curious to see how that, if anybody takes the opportunity to look at those kids and find out literally what, what happened to them. Did they get sick? Did they, did they get uh, the uh, uh, myocarditis or, or any of the other problems? I don't know. Uh, Mavis, uh, hello. I have been hearing you talk more and more often about home education as a good alternative to government school. I homeschooled by six from roughly 1985 to 2018 and was for many years actively involved in helping parents get started with home education with their own children. I was a longtime regional director of the Mid-Missouri for the state organization, Families for Home Education, uh, the Midmo uh, uh, organization, offered workshops to families, workshops, talked about uh, homeschool law, under the compulsory education statutes, we talked about philosophy of homeschooling, which ideally is not replacing a government school classroom model in the home. I've also been a member of the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, National Advocacy Group based in Virginia. I'd be happy to consider any ways I might assist in your effort to promote home education. Well, Mavis... Anytime you want to chime in and come up with some ideas or share ideas, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to see kids getting out of government schools. Gary, just wait until you have to pay RMD. Uh, this, this way to harvest money from seniors who have retirement accounts is just criminal. RMD. What is RMD? Brian, do you know? I don't know. Gary, just wait until you have to pay RMD. Anybody who knows what that is, give me a call. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, let's go to Les on the phones. Les, good morning. Hey, Gary. Um, great shows. This doctor who uh, got rid of these uh, jab valves and used insulin or used uh, uh, water. Saline, yeah. Saline, saline. In the very near future, this doctor will be looked at as a hero and a patriot to the people. To the people, the vaccine, the so-called vaccine, it never was in any way, shape, or form any type of vaccine. Well, time, time will tell, but I am really curious, Les, to see what happened to those kids. I'll bet they've fared better than anybody who got the shot. I, I believe so, too. I believe All right, so Les, too. thanks, buddy. Right. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Roy is on the line. Roy, good morning. How are you? Um, I was doing really well until you said what you said, and coming from you, Gary, it really hurts. You uh, said you weren't sure about them wasting the government's money, as, as if only the government can waste the government's money. I mean, there was no waste going on before. It was perfect until this doctor messed up and falsified some data. Well, I, my, my point is uh, that... Uh, 
you shouldn't have to defraud. That's that's fine. The you, your, your point was clear. I have a question for you. All right, I have an answer for you. Give me a, the last time the government told you the truth. Uh, can I? Do I have to answer now? Can I wait for a year or two? Do I need to find the Jeopardy theme? <laughs> yeah. You know what I always say, Roy, and I and I stand behind it. If the government tells you they're lying, don't trust them. <laughs> they're probably saying someone else in the government is lying, and they're misdirecting you away from the larger foible. Yeah, if they told me they were lying, I'd think they were telling the truth. Uh, well, All right. Roy, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Launcher. Yeah, you can't even trust them to lie about lying. Sharon, good morning. How are you? Hi, Gary. I was wondering, how did the authorities find out that the doctor did that? I think what he did was a noble thing, but who, who was the whistleblower on him, I wonder? Uh, I don't know. It may have been something about the cards that he was giving them. I, I'm not sure where, where it screwed up. Um, but I really, really want someone to chase down those uh, kids that got the saline yeah. shot and see how they fared. See what I the ratio too. is of uh, them uh, getting uh, myocarditis versus kids that got that's the shot. What, that's what the government doesn't want them to do and find out the truth, I yeah. believe. <laughs> yeah, that's Thank probably you. true. Thanks, Sharon. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, uh, you know, normally you'd you'd take a risk. You'd have uh, a blind study, and you'd or you'd, you'd say, "Well, these kids, they they don't know if they're getting the real shot or not, and we know who it is, and we'll keep track." And well, here you don't have to do that. You 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 don't have to run any risks. The kids have already been uh, given the saline shots, and uh, let's see where they stand. Some uh, some. Some group will do that. Uh, some e group of epidemiological wizards will look at those kids and compare them to kids that got the shots and without any risk be able to decide whether or not it was a good idea to get the shots. Somebody somebody needs to follow up on that because that could be a study that <laughs> really makes a difference. I don't think they want to know. <laughs> you don't think they want to no, know? I really don't. They just haven't said too much about this whole vaccine thing from, you know, day one. Remember when they were telling us that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated? Then they found out that just because you had the vaccine, you could still transmit the virus. Then they went away and didn't talk much about it anymore. It just, you don't trust anything that you hear from, you know, government. No. With this COVID thing. it's And that's what kind of led me to think, you know what? I'm going to wait. See what happens. Yeah, uh, and you should have, and everybody should have had that choice. Everybody should have had that choice. Um, and that includes, you know what? Uh, I'm going to get, uh, there's going to be a thing here that where I'm going to get in trouble with the anti-vaxxers. Uh, some employers demanded that their employees get vaccinated. I think the employers had that right. We had the right not to work if we did, if we chose not to get the vaccine, at least not to work for them. All right, Chuck Basie coming up next, Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 1135. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, and by the way, uh, Chuck, let me compliment you on your choice of carpeting. Uh, 
I appreciate that you sent me that <laughs> photograph. <laughs> I was wondering why Dale never replied, but yeah. uh, I found out. Yeah, you sent it to me. So you're sending uh, friends of yours photographs of carpet remnants. You're you're quite the well, guy. He's he, uh, he's down at the Capitol for some meeting, and they're in the chamber. and And I just ask him how he liked the new carpet, and you know, because it is really it's beautiful. The remodeling they did down there. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> okay. We're going <laughs> to move on from the carpeting. You. <laughs> You uh, you want to run for school board in Boone County? Really? What are you out of your mind? Uh, well, that's a good good point. But um, I, I decided after I was assured that several of the candidates that ran in the last several elections were not going to file again, and I just I want to give the voters a, a choice. And I'm I'm not saying anything bad about the other people that are running. I'm not going to get into that. But I I, I think that they need somebody that will be outspoken. And we'll call out the school district on stuff like just happened yesterday. Uh, they need to be held to more account than they are right now because they're just absolutely uh, doing a horrible job, in my opinion. Well, now, you know I can't endorse you. For the sake of your race, I can't do that. Because uh, everybody I endorse in Boone County goes down in flames. So I am not endorsing Chuck Basie. Uh, for your own good, Chuck. Um, so why do you have to file a lawsuit? Uh, people just, you know, throw their hat in the ring and run all the time. Why are you having to file a lawsuit in order to run? Okay, so on, on Christmas Eve, I was texting back and forth to uh, a, a guy that ran last year. And uh, he assured me that none of the people that we we're uh, hoping that would file were going to run again. So that's when I found out about the school district's so-called procedure of... Um, getting a, a, an appointment with them to file uh, by the 22nd close of business. I, I, I don't think that, I didn't agree with it then, so I, I went ahead and sent an email to the board secretary and, and Dr. Yearwood and uh, said I was going to be there Tuesday and let me know what's the best time for you guys. I'll, I, I'm, I was free all day long on the 27th. And um, late on the 26th, Dr. Yearwood actually sent me an email said that somebody will be there to take your filing. So the next day, he called me and said he made a mistake, which I, I admire him for. It's hard to admit to, you know, a mistake. But he said he wasn't aware of the procedure that they had in place before he got there. I went ahead and went to, tried to file. They wouldn't let me in the door. So I got a hold of some people, including Jay Ashcroft, the Secretary of State. And uh, Jay instructed me to go down to the county clerk's office and file. So that's what I did. And I did it before the deadline. And the school district is not accepting that filing. So... Um, I, I feel really strongly that they are violating the law. And as a matter of fact, I just found out that the hearing is going to be Monday at uh, Monday at one thirty in the afternoon at the in front of uh, I think it was Judge Kevin Crane, I believe. So um, we should get a, a solution to this one way or the other by uh, next week. And so he'll he'll decide right away that you can or that they must accept your uh, your filing, right? I, I assume so. I, I, I really, I'm not a lawyer, so I'd have to, I haven't got, had a chance to talk to uh, the attorney I hired. And, uh, but I, I assume it, you know, it, their time is of the essence here. I think it's uh, the, the deadline for the county clerk to certify the ballot is uh, next Wednesday, I believe. So um, things will have to move fast for this to be a favorable outcome for me. Uh, and I assume you will keep us surprised 
of what's going on. Yeah, I'd be glad to. Yep. So um, I, I don't really want to spend uh, this kind of money because it's not cheap. But um, I feel very, very strongly that not only this has a ram- ramification for me, but if this is allowed to stand for a school district to uh, ignore state statute, this is going to open the door up for many other districts to say, hey, Columbia did this. We can, we can uh, go against the statute and do the same thing. And therefore, they could limit the number of people or certain people from filing if they decided last minute like I did. Yeah. Uh, for my liberal friends who are listening to the program, the progressives out there listening in uh, Boone County, I am not endorsing this guy. Got it? I am not endorsing this guy. <laughs> All right. All right. Chuck? Well, I appreciate the Barry. Thanks, buddy. Uh, best of luck to you. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you know, no, I, I let me take that best of luck thing back because uh, I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. All right, take care. All right, eight, thanks, John. All right, 874-9390. I'm telling you, uh, when I when I get a guy like uh, like Chuck, and I think, well, I, I think he'd be great. It'd be a different voice, and it, he should. And I endorse them. It, it, that's like the last they're ever heard of. It's it's somebody must spread the word. Hey, Gary likes the guy. Oh, don't vote for him. Um, the, the last one this happened to, I think, was a uh, was my realtor. Uh, I got uh, when I sold my house, I had Meyer Works, uh, terrific guy, uh, Jim Meyer. Uh, I had him. Uh, he was running for office, in in uh, I endorsed him, and and he disappeared. He just like. And the guy from the school board a couple of years ago. Yeah, great guy. He's, he had kids uh, in school. He was a, a member of the community, upstanding guy. I stood up for him. And So from now on, why don't you try this? Just say, don't vote for Chuck Basie. Whatever you do, this guy is bad news. Huh? Well, then I, then I run the risk of, of hurting him the other way. So I, I just need to interview them and, and, not, and not give an opinion. Just... Give me the facts and get the hell out. <laughs> uh, and that way I can uh, per- perhaps protect the innocent. Uh, tax preferred accountant punishment to prevent you from giving your kids required minimum distribution, RMDs, are amounts that the United States tax law requires, one, to withdraw annually from uh, traditional IRAs and employer-sponsored retirement plans in the Internal Revenue Service Code itself. The precise term is minimum required distribution. Um, Retirement planners, uh, tax practitioners, publications, the Internal Revenue Service often use the phrase required minimum distribution. Wait a minute. I'm confused. Does that mean you have to burn up all the money before you die? How do you know how long you'll live? That sounds confusing. Uh, Anson, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm I'm good, Gary. Hey, I'm a I'm a tax professional. I, I did uh, tax work for years, and those RMDs, um, they are uh, uh, a way to uh, keep you from passing on your your tax preferred uh, savings account onto your children. They force you at the age of seventy two to pay out uh, a certain amount of money out of your IRA or four hundred one k, or else they take the money away from you and give it to the treasury. What? Are you yeah, kidding? There's a table that, no, there's a table that they use to calculate how much you have to pay or else you get punished. So what um, if you it, happen it, to be genetically uh, fortunate and live to be like 90, but you've pulled this money out at 70? 
Well, Gary, you owe the money to the government when you put it in your tax-preferred account. They're just taking it from you later because they're nice to you. Oh, my God. That's terrible. And it's because they don't want you to pass on your wealth to the yeah. next generation? Yeah. Yeah, if you build up a, a, a giant account of tax-free income, um, they don't they don't want that. They don't want that in there. That's it's like an inheritance tax, or a, or, a, or a death tax is, is what that is. People people don't know about it because you know it it, it affects the elderly and but, but some people don't even know about it and they end up getting punished the first year because they didn't realize they had to make the payment. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. You know, if if you could pass on from generation to generation your accumulated wealth. You would, your, your kids would live comfortably. They would continue to go out and buy things to consume, which drives the marketplace. They would retire early, which would create a job opportunity for the next generation. And you could get to a, uh, that's just insane. That is just yeah, crazy. And if you're Brian Hansen's age, you might want to consider going ahead and talking to a tax professional about that because I mean he's probably pushing that age where he's got to he's got to make them RMD. He's not so. pushing it anymore, Hansen. He's pulling it. Can you say that again? I, I couldn't hear what you were saying. Hey, <laughs> eh? all right, Hansen. Thank you for the call. Uh, glad yeah, to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh Lord. They punish you for saving. <laughs> and they don't want you to pass your money on to your kids? I can't believe you're shocked by this. Well, it's just so stupid. Yes, you know, it's, it is. It's, it's like Medicare. You're, you know, you, maybe you've got a clinic and you've got some people that you charge money for your service and you, uh, you want to offer some uh, senior citizens free care. You can't. You got to charge them. <laughs> Either everybody gets, no, uh, you know, gets a, a service for free. Or everybody gets paid, has to pay. Well, you would think Medicare would go, well, gee, now we're not being billed because somebody is doing this. That's saving us money. Oh, nay, nay, Perlene. I mean, the government is just plain stupid. They're corrupt. Yes. I mean, the whole Social Security scam gets me is the fact that they take money uh, out of your check every paycheck. And then if you die early, it's like, oh, thank you very much. Yeah. They don't pass it on to anyone. No, no. your relatives. You contributed your whole life to this fund that they wasted that's empty right now. Yes. You know, they tell you it's in lockbox, but it's not. It's gone. Yep. They spent it. I, and if a private individual had done that, as you know, they'd be in jail. But because it's the government, oh, it's fine. Yeah. That's perfectly. It's the way they do things. How do they get away with that? Because they're the I government. I don't understand it. And? Because, because we left stupid, them, that's I, why. <laughs> just incredible. Uh, Charlie says, uh, Gary, that fellow you had on just spoke about suspending tax cuts for citizens. This is a call that came in earlier in the day. Uh, guy said, uh, well, you can't be cutting taxes. Uh, we've got too big of a debt. Uh, Gary, that fellow uh, must have been educated in government schools. He must think that one plus two equals five. And he is the problem. You could take everything from everyone, and we would not have enough money to pay off the debt. Also, once he got his way and took everything from everyone, watch how quickly the system would implode. The only way to deal with debt, just as in our personal budgets, is spending less and less and less until we get our budget under control. 
Take that $1.7 trillion bill that was just passed by Congress. If I gave you a million dollars every day, it would take you 4,600 years to pay uh, what we just spent in that one boondoggle bill. And the previous caller thinks that $1.7 trillion in uh, any bill is acceptable. As far as your nonprofit for homeschooling, why not let the dollar follow the scholar? We homeschooled our children, paid our taxes, bought all of our curriculum, and we have a software engineer, a civil engineer, an interior designer with a construction management minor, uh, and a boy with, with special needs. Wow, Charlie, way to go. Um, you know, the more I think about it, the more I like the idea of helping parents getting their kids out of government schools. Back to wrap it up on the Gary Nolan Show on a Frost Your Buns Friday on the Zimmer Radio Network. All right, it's uh, 11.53. Tomorrow morning, it's Gary on guns. Um, over at Davos, uh, one of the things they were talking about uh, in order to accomplish their goal, this mystery goal of uh, CO2 uh, in the atmosphere and reducing it, was giving up meat. And um, every time I see somebody or hear somebody say something like this, I right away think of CC City Broiler, and I think, you know, you're going to take that fork from my cold, dead hands. It's not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but here is uh, Chairman Jig, Jim Hagman Snabe uh, talking about uh, eating meat. And so I stopped eating meat. Now the math would say, well, you need to stop eating meat in 11 years to compensate for a flight to Thailand. Yes, but if a billion people stop eating meat, I tell you, it has a big impact. You have a big impact on me, Brian. Yeah, me too. I'd be in a bad mood. <laughs> no doubt about I that. I would be in a, in a bad mood. How many Give people me. do you think watch that video and go, oh boy, I better, I better stop too? <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's silly. It's stupid. It's not silly. It's stupid. As we say on the gun show, it's dumber than stupid. Yes. Giving up meat of a billion people give up beef. Oh, for crying out loud. if we life. can only get the government to mandate it, then we'll get somewhere. Yes, yes. You live the lifestyle we want or we're going to punish you. Uh, I predict we will have proteins that don't come from meat, he said, in the future. Uh, they will probably taste even better. They will be zero carbon and much healthier. I mean, the, the extreme... Just mind your own business. You know, it, it's just... He would argue, well, this is my business. You are causing a climate crisis for the rest of us. So I have a right to tell you what I think about eating meat. It's not going to make a dent. I mean, it's not going to make a dent. Even if a billion people... Quit eating meat. Do you think communist China is going to quit burning coal? I mean, they probably offset more than that in a day of burning coal, and they're not on board with this because they know it's stupid. That's okay. We're making up for it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the insanity, the lunacy of it all. Give up your, give up your steak. To unbelievable. 
Well, that wraps up a week of insanity uh, at the government level. By the way, um, apparently in, we've managed to get through the entire program without talking about Biden and his top secret document, document problem. I could continue not doing that. I, I could make it through the entire show. Well, we would have been talking about it, but I understood today after listening to the news that there was no there there. So it's it's a good thing we moved on. See, now you you you've actually mentioned you've actually mentioned it. Oh, I know. I was just saying that because we haven't talked about it, there was no reason to talk about it because there's no there. No, there, there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who was the reliable source that was trying to tell you don't look um, at Biden? Uh, and his uh, top secret documents, because there's no there there. Uh, somebody named Joe R. Biden. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, so that that would um, that would be like John Wayne Gacy saying, "No need to look under the basement." Yeah, uh, yeah, look yeah. The, pretty much. <laughs> everything is okay. There's down nothing there. under the floorboard. No, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, Christopher Ray says the level of collaboration collaboration what is the matter with me today the level of collaboration between the fbi uh the private sector and the government especially the fbi has made significant strides uh brian we don't have time to go to the callers no but i am curious is that a is that a good thing the level of collaboration between the private sector the government and the fbi uh i would say no uh -uh. i would say uh, you're right uh it is not a good thing. Uh, they are little, literally uh, taking away freedom of speech. They're censoring. Uh, they have no no right to do so. I didn't get to this Mississippi bill that would mandate surveillance cameras in schools and colleges, but I think we should probably kick that around on Monday. If I uh, if I just make notes of it, Brian, make a note of this. I am uh, cameras right cameras in schools uh, for Monday. If we're going to be stuck with these damn things, I think we should. I think we should be able to listen to the classroom. I think you should be a parent. You should be able to listen in uh, at any time. And the school shouldn't be able to stop you. Oh, that way, the pushback on that would be <laughs> massive. Oh, I'm sure it would be. I mean, I wouldn't want my kids being spied upon by some pervert who decided they wanted to look in. But at the same time, if I'm a parent... I want to know what they're teaching my kids. Subject for another day. we got to run. Glenn Beck coming up behind us. Sean Hannity, Randy Tobler. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey, I'm coming home.